This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Leave It on the Dance Floor. As you can see, I don't have a guest with me, ah, but I do. Michael is in New York City. Hello, Michael. Ooh. How's it going? I haven't seen you in a minute. I know. Well, hey, you know, you want to use all those frequent flyer miles to see Gaga, not to see Abby Lee Miller. Well, you know, I have a lot saved up and, you know, fingers crossed, we're not going to say anything, but maybe for a special thing that we had possibly in the works so but we're not gonna oh know. come on that's a lot of jibber jabber yes but anyway uh we, let's catch up for a minute so you just had a little tour a little little a huge i did 13 13 events 11 cities uh my day off i stuck another event in for a teacher that wanted to just hire me and uh yeah it was great i have to give a big 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 round of applause to Eleanor and Jenny, they really did a great job on the tour. And there were three moms. They are dance moms, but they're nice dance moms, hardworking, wonderful people. And uh, Louise and Vicky and Anka, before the tour, there's so much work to do. Booking every hotel, getting me that handicap accessible bathroom all that jazz. Then the van. Then we needed another van just for merch and making sure the vans could seat the children and the seatbelts and, you know, everything. It was a huge undertaking. And they, I mean, they did it. They did it. So standing ovation to everybody on the tour. I had three young ladies with me demonstrating, uh, Bella, Iris, and Imogen, and they worked their little butts off. They improved from the first date of the tour, the first event that we did to the last event. I mean, really, from the first one to the fourth one, they improved. We also shot an episode of season nine on the tour. We were in Huddersfield and uh, we shot an episode. So it's going to be great. The dancing That's was great. great. And you have like so many episodes shot right now. We do. We do. And one more to go. We are yeah. shooting in New York City on December 17th, right before Christmas. So a few little girls are going to get a fabulous Christmas present or Hanukkah gift. Yes. So uh, I'm excited about that. And while you're in New York, you're going to actually be doing a few events. You're going to uh, be on Yes. Thailand. I thought I was going to go on vacation for the holidays. But for the first time in my life, I am living in New York City. I have my own apartment. I'm really excited about it. And I just want to enjoy the the lifestyle, you know, of living in New York. I always drove those kids from Pittsburgh to New York City. I can make it to the Lincoln Tunnel in five hours and 20 minutes flat. And it was boom, 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 boom. You know, see three, four Broadway shows, buy fabric and rhinestones and appliques and eat a corned beef on rye with Russian on the side and head back home. I never 
got to sit in a cafe and watch the people go by. I've experienced the Thanksgiving Day Parade. I've done that. I've done the balloon blow up the night before, but I've never really just been there for the holidays, shopping and eating and leaving. So I'm excited and uh, I am going to be teaching at several places. First, I'm on Long Island doing my own spill the tea. Yes, this is an event for kids who don't dance or used to dance or just fans of the show, you know, or fans of me, whatever. And they come, they ask their questions, they get the answers. They probably get more than they bargained for because I don't <laughs> hold anything back. I spill all the tea and uh, they get a picture with me. They get a signed autographed eight by 10 and away they go. Then the next two days I'll be teaching for the dance convention. Are you ready? Maggie Fang, my friend owns that and I'll be teaching uh, classes on Saturday and Sunday. And I think I also have a Q&A on Sunday there. Then the 13th and 14th, I'm in New Jersey at Studio L. That's Kelly Larkin's studio. I'm excited about that. On the 13th, I have more advanced students doing a dance class, Q&A, pictures, the whole works. Then on the 14th, I have kids that are novice or recreation dancers. So please come on out. You'll love it. It's going to be grand. And uh, then on the, I believe it's the 16th in New York City at Open Jar Studio, that's right in Times Square, I will be teaching a huge dance class. So if you're in New York City or anywhere in the area, professional dancers, uh, you know, maybe dancers who are retired now, whatever. Please, please, please come, kids of all ages, come take my class. And then on the 19th, I will be at Rosie's uh, theater program. Rosie O'Donnell, my friend, she has a dance school, a dance studio, uh, voice studio, acting classes, everything right in New York City. It's right in Hell's Kitchen, right behind Times Square. And I'm going to be a guest there and I'm going to teach their high school program. I'm really excited about that. Yes, that is not open to the public. That's just for their students. And then where do I go? To Connecticut. Yes, to Connecticut. I'm at the Broadway Kids Performing Arts School. And that is open to the public, just like the one in New Jersey. So I was going to go maybe hit Staten Island if I have yeah. time somewhere, maybe between Christmas and New Year's. If the studios, if anybody wants me, let me know. Yeah, but you need to enjoy a little bit, you know, while you're going to be Well, between Christmas party. and New Year's. The kids That's are off true. school. People have mm -hmm. time. They can go. So I, I'm going to maybe hit that too. Yeah. And just in case, you know, anybody wants to reach out, you know, obviously it's info at abbyleedancecompany.com. Uh, but you also were on House of Villains. House of Villains. Can we just take a minute and talk about that? Because what a crazy. It was nuts. It was. And you did it a long time ago. They, they filmed a long time ago, right? Well, Let's just say they have their shit together. That's mm -hmm. a big, big network show. They know what they're doing. I uh, rolled in. They built a ramp the size of a house, like the length of a house to get me in because safety, the, the safety commission, somebody was there. There was all this protocol and then they moved the ramp. So they had the ramp set up for me to go down the driveway and up into the guest house that they were using for hair and makeup and a holding area. I didn't even need to go in there. 
my makeup and hair was done before I got there. And then they moved the ramp. 20 guys moved this ramp out in sections to the front of the house for me to get up to go in. So little known secret. I was actually considered for the House of Villains as, you know, a member of the house, to be on it. But the house wasn't handicap accessible, like the bathrooms and where they do their eliminations and all that. So that's why they have me on as a guest. They spent a lot of money on that ramp. And then get this. They asked me if I wanted it at the end. They called me a couple of weeks later and said, Abby, do you want this ramp? It's here. You just have to come and get it in a truck. Just come get it. You can have it. Hey, does it fold? No, but it, wasn't that nice? Yeah. That was so it nice was, of was, them. Oh, and, I don't think Lifetime uh, ever gave me anything. Uh, the House of Villains was just so awesome. And the amount of comments that were like, oh my God, like wh why isn't she on every single episode? So okay, well, nice, so when they first announced they were doing the House of Villains and they were announcing the cast, the executive producers got all this feedback from the public how do you do a show about villains and not have Abby Lee Miller on it? They, really? they told me that there was tons of press about that and questions about that. And they couldn't leak it that I was going to be a guest star. So they just kept it silent. But yes. Well, that was fun though. Cause it was such a fun surprise. And, and Omarosa, I mean, oh my goodness. I haven't seen her. So when I did my little stick and I left the house. So Bobby, right? Bobby lights. He's an amazing dancer. He's a trained dancer. He went to a high school for the performing arts. He can really dance. So mm -hmm. after I left, of course, he comes chasing after me to show off and do all that stuff. Did they use that? They might have used some of that. There was a lot that I feel like they didn't use because you know how it is, obviously, everything that they cut out with TV. Well, um, no, I don't know that. They use everything I do usually. Even That's the true. stuff when I don't want them to YouTube, use. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so he was fabulous. And then when I left the house, I no sooner got outside, running after me was mm. New York, comes flying after me, hugging me, kissing me. She prayed over me. She did a whole prayer. She was a lovely person. She was fabulous to me. And then right behind her is Omarosa. And she's hugging to me and kissing me. And, oh, my God, it's been so long. I haven't seen you, blah, 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 blah. And so it was really nice. And yeah. I got Villains pictures with together. them. What? Villains stick together. Villains right? stick together. That's right. <laughs> uh, but it was great. And the producers were amazing. Fill their names in below. Give them credit because they were, I mean, they were great. And then I went to the House of Villains party for the premiere. Everybody was wonderful. They're just so kind and endearing and complimentary and honest. You know, it's not like they're trying to kiss your ass. They're just really honest and talking about things and projects coming up. And we'll see. Oh, oh I shouldn't have said that, maybe. Oh, okay. Listen, we'll leave it there. We'll leave that on the dance floor. Leave today. it on the dance floor. Uh, but... We have to, I, I'm sorry. Like, I can't do another episode with you, Abby, without talking about Sharknado. Sharknado, dun, 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 dun. So yeah, that's like, when I left Dance Moms. You know, I, I tried to quit a thousand times uh, and they just hang that contract over my head, uh, that contract that I should have never signed. And I left. I said, no, I'm going to London. I went to London with the hot guy and... 
we went on vacation, but I really was going to shoot Sharknado. Okay, so when you left the studio that one time where you did the dramatic goodbye with everybody, that was to actually go and shoot Sharknado, which, yes. again, another missed opportunity because I feel like that would have been just fun to throw that in the show. But uh, I have to, I had to bring it up because obviously, leave it on the dance floor, we talk about all the fun things that you've done in your career. But do you realize it's still a viral thing? No. Your caveat. First of all, I'm going to be honest. I didn't know anything about Sharknado. It was the cast that intrigued me. Ian Ziering, I mean, come on. And uh, Tara Reid, I wanted to check her out in person. So that's why I did it. It was literally in London, in the middle of all the uh, tourist attractions, sightseeing, the monuments, the buildings. It was right there. So they gave me a script. I had a few lines, you know, and of course I had to say everyone's replaceable as this shark chomps my head off. And it was hilarious, but you don't see any of that. You just do the lines, you walk and that's it. You react to it and that's it. They do it all in post, but now, it was great. Meeting. Now, meeting? Let me say one thing that Ian Ziering, so kind, so wonderful such the humanitarian, such the gentleman, so, so sweet to me. Oh, yeah. And that's, I was walking, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, so I was walking then. I, I wasn't in a wheelchair. I didn't have cancer. I wasn't a cancer survivor. There, you know, nothing was wrong with me. And yet he was still so uh, just gentlemanly. Yeah. He was a nice yeah. guy. And now did you get to meet any of the other like, big star cast members or no i was the big star cast member that day of course that's why i said one of the other ones you know they they filter through <laughs> but i think also that was the draw and the reason why nobody really knows what sharknado was about but everybody goes to watch it just for the names obviously okay and, well um, it, when i came home uh you know it didn't air for a while so then once it aired Everybody, you know, from dance home was like, oh, my God, I can't believe you left to do that. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, hey, I was treated better, you know, for the 48 hours that I was working on set for Sharknado than I was for eight years. And that's so interesting that, you know, I never realized that that London trip was the same one. I never realized that timeline. Uh, that's crazy, because then when you got back, they were pissed at you and then left and then kind of. Yes. divided from there which was interesting i was working but, if i would have asked to go to do that i would never have been allowed never been permitted oh so you were being a rebel so abby we were in london a couple of years ago now it's been a minute since i've gotten to go uh overseas with you and we were i think that we were like near um the oh my goodness the trafalgar Min square Minster yeah. abbey minster abbey we were like near there westminster um, abbey Westminster Abbey, yes, thank you. And you you pointed and you were like, right over there is where we shot Sharknado. Sharknado. Yeah, and for our Patreon and YouTube premium people, I will try to throw that up there just so you guys can see. Um, yes. There's so much footage and Jenny is working on a lot of tour footage too. From yes, the UK oh, she did a great job. Uh, the kids were wonderful in the classes. So I have a total number of oh, students. Oh, total. Oh, okay. 3,000, yes. 3,172 tickets. Insane. That also counts the spill the tea attendees as well. 
not the observers, not the observers and stuff, but just the the tickets. Yes. So exciting. That's great, isn't it? And we found some great dancers, some great kids participated in the filming of season nine. We did two episodes, age 10 to 12. Well, maybe they were 10 to 12. You have to wait and find out. And we Uh, also did, yeah. What? Were people fudging ages? Well, you'll have to wait and see. Okay. Yes. So then, uh, you know, we finished the tour. We were all sad to say goodbye. Uh, Jenny cries about everything. So she teared up and then the rest of us teared up. And uh, we have already planned the next tour. So summer 2024, I will be in Prague at the Dance World Cup. And then I'm going to three different cities in Romania. From there, we're going back to the UK to do down south, Liverpool, Brighton, Devon, and then we're going to hit Scotland, and then we're going to Italy. Yes. So I'm so excited about that. It's it's uh, going to be fabulous. As long as we can I, get that transportation and that van worked out. I am going to sneak away and crash your Italy portion of the tour because I can't. I'm like, I need to be in Italy. We can, we can, uh, do you speak do our it, own white lotus do you stuff. speak italian <laughs> i took italian and my last name is magarachi so you would think that i know a little bit ciao ciao bella, ciao, bella. Yeah, yeah, ciao, bella. Yes. so i'm excited about that it hasn't officially been announced so if you're watching this shh, don't tell anybody wait until it's officially announced and we have our dates it's going to be the end of june through july so what better place to be in the summer than Rome? I can't think of anywhere better. Yes. Honestly. I have to be really uh, careful though when I travel there because not everything is handicap accessible like it is here. Although here's not so great all the time either. Not too long ago, I was in the hospital fighting for my life, fighting a very rare form of cancer, Burkitt lymphoma choking my spinal cord, knocking at death's door, and having to go through 10 very invasive rounds of chemotherapy. I never thought I'd be able to stand on my own two feet again, let alone teach dance. It wasn't until Dancers Against Cancer visited me during my recovery to help in my time of need that I realized their incredible mission. They have created an alliance in the dance community that provides financial support and inspiration to dance educators, choreographers, studio owners, dancers, and their families who have been impacted by cancer. The I'm a Dancer Against Cancer campaign was founded in 2012 in response to the loss of a young dancer from cancer. Since then, it has become a beacon of hope in the dance community, uniting dancers all over the nation. Join the fight against cancer and help make a difference with the dance community. For more information on how to get involved and make a one-time or even monthly donation, please visit imadanceragainstcancer.org backslash donate. Again, please get involved and make a difference within the dance community. Visit imadanceragainstcancer.org 
www.thepeopleshow.org backslash donate. Uh, I was curious about, they reached out to you for Sharknado, right? Like they, like oh, yes. how long did you have to prepare for that? Did they reach out like within a month or was it like no, a long process? They contacted me and said, hey, we want you to do this Sharknado. And they said, this is blah, 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 production. Da, da, da. We're filming Sharknado. We'd like you to be a guest star in it. This is the date. We'll fly you to London and the all your hotel, your accommodations. This is the fee. Blah, blah, blah. I said, I'm coming. No, I didn't wow. think twice. Because there's that. so yeah. many opportunities. We could do a whole whole podcast about the opportunities that came to uh, came to me personally, as well as to the Abby Lee Dance Company, for uh, opportunities that I had to say no because my contract was so stifling, so limited. And I, I realize, saying this right here, I realized I would never have gotten those opportunities had it not been for the television show. I understand that. I am beyond grateful. I get it. But then there were so many things that I think would have helped promote the show. It would have worked hand in hand. It wouldn't have been against the show. It would have promoted the show so many ways, so many ways it would have helped. And uh, I wasn't allowed to do them. It got to the point where I was like, don't even bother asking because I can't do it. And that's horrible. You know, going into Chicago on Broadway, playing Big Mama for three months. I mean, that's nuts. Then the Broadway show, Dance Moms the Musical. People knocking down my door for these amazing, brilliant ideas and couldn't do them. No. Believe me, I tried. Yeah, it's a shame. But I mean, hey, now you're... On E with House of Villains, and you're killing it. And, you know, it's, uh, it's just, you seem so like happy. And, and it's nice to see. Well, know, it's, yeah, it's you. nice to be respected in the industry and to, uh, you know, be thought of in a different light to do different things. And I think I, you know, made that name for myself, myself, my mm -hmm. quotes, my lines. I keep hearing from these TikTok people. Uh, TikTok people want, me to do this and do that and da da, da 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 and the shop on TikTok and blah 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 and I guess I'm the most quoted person on TikTok or something probably I mean what's so funny is that I feel like uh I think it was Forbes for um I can't remember the article that quoted that there was like the hashtag dance moms has like 16 billion views or some crazy number. And that same day that that article was posted, I decided I'm like, okay, let's, let's look up ALDC. And it has over a billion, well over a billion. I'm actually going to check right now. What? Um, and yeah, because I mean, I understand. Well, yeah, let me tell you, let me just quickly look. Uh, hashtags. ALDC. 7.7 .7 billion views, the hashtag on TikTok. On TikTok alone? 7.7 .7 billion views on TikTok alone. You mean, let me get this right, Michael. So people have put the hashtag ALDC into their videos. And the views that accumulate from all of those videos that Is go 7. viral. 7.7 .7 billion. 
Yeah, so there's 7.7 billion views collectively on videos that use hashtag ALDC. Well, thank you. Thank you, everybody, for using hashtag ALDC. I, I know everybody's, you know, everybody always tells me I kiss your butt, but I'm going to kiss your butt because this is this deserves it. So Abby Lee Miller, 8.6 billion. 8.6 billion. I just signed something today. I wish I would have known these numbers before I signed it. Okay. Can you give, we'll can you give we'll me this in writing? Can you give me this in writing? I can give this to you in writing, yeah. Please? Abby Lee Dance Company in full 2.4 billion views. Yeah, I need all this in writing. This is great. Great. Yeah, and I mean, listen, obviously, like you just said, it's because of the television show Dance Moms. It's because yes. of the name that you and the cast built for yourself. Absolutely, collectively, an ensemble. An ensemble. Yeah. We all worked our butts off. We did. Thank you. Everybody. And for me... Me harder, I though. Struggled. <laughs> My butt was bigger. No. My well, butt was me, bigger. I struggle. For me, I struggle because sometimes when I see some feedback about our podcast... It's from people who don't listen sometimes because you've actually credited the entire ensemble of the cast multiple times. Oh, on absolutely. Show. Absolutely. And, you know, I don't know. I just think that it's, it's nice that one, you can, you know, say that it was the ensemble, but obviously like how insane is that, that ALDC, Abby Lee Dance Company, Abby Lee Miller collectively probably has around 16 billion together as well, just like Dance Moms, you know? So, yeah, it's, and that's just on one platform. Yeah, and I'm not a huge network. I'm a person that owned a dance studio in Pittsburgh. So it's pretty that's cool. pretty damn good. Thank you, for, cool. thank you for that information. You made my night. You should have waited and gave me a piece of paper for a Christmas gift with that on it in a box. Uh, we, I have better things in mind than that. Oh, please. Um, I, I need absolutely nothing. <laughs> and if some of my dear friends who are listening to this you know who you are. Do not send me anything. Don't send stuff to the store because I never get it until it's a month later, even though I'm at the store every, every week. Uh, and uh, yeah, just save it for yourself. There you go. Okay. And so many people reach out like wanting to send you flowers and stuff. And I'm, I'm not always a big like flower that. person because flowers die. Although my mom and dad's uh, cemetery, the mausoleum, I am on a rotating thing. They get flowers every single month or every two weeks or something uh, from me because my dad was a big cemetery person. He liked to go to the cemetery. He'd take his knee pads and his little gardening tools and everything, and he would make sure they were spick and span, and he'd scrub those stones. And uh, so I, I do it out of respect for my dad. I know he would appreciate it. So he was a flower guy, you know, big dozen of long stem red roses every Valentine's Day for my mom and myself and that. So... Uh, I do it for him, but I also, I just think that flowers die and they're very expensive, especially out here. And, uh, the candy, well, I love the candy. I lived on candy in the UK. So I, I was going to say, it's probably all at the bottom of your purse right now. No, we're good, but not in that Yves Saint Laurent purse. No, uh, but it's, <laughs> uh, it's, it's gummy, you know, gummy, sour stuff and, uh, chocolate. So. I had my fill. I need absolutely nothing. I need to walk again. So if anyone would like to give me a, uh, uh, an accredited doctor of physical therapy for Christmas, I'll take it. 
and catch uh, the ALDC elites up on your walking right now. How are, because I mean, you look amazing. Every time I see you, I'm just like, I feel like you're like skinnier and skinnier every time I see you. And well, you I, I don't think I'd use the word skinny, maybe less fat, but I, I feel not so good. I had a photo shoot yesterday uh, for Madhouse and I, for promo shots and I, they wanted me to stand up and normally I can stand for maybe a minute. I used to stand for two minutes and 16 seconds, two minutes and 16 seconds. I could stand without anybody touching me or holding me or anything. Yesterday, I had a guy on either side of me right there trying to hold me up and I could last maybe 20 seconds and then fell down. So it's, I hate to say this, but I'm busy. I'm either really busy working, 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 and my butt is in this chair. You know, you get out of bed in the morning and I get into the chair. I do my bathrooming stuff or my hair, my makeup, whatever, and I'm gone for the day. I'm, I'm busy, busy, busy. Or like today, earlier, I was exhausted and my back hurt so bad. My lower back was like clenching, burning because of the standing yesterday. So that's crazy well we're excited to see those promo shots madhouse is fabulous it is so so good what was it like working with older kids versus younger kids did you find that more fun or did you find that a different kind of difficult it was difficult because i don't it's it's difficult because when you say truthful honest things to them it, it it is hurtful to them and they don't have a mommy or daddy there to back them up. It's just them and their mouth. And that's what I wanted. Uh, I think the most difficult thing for me was they weren't my kids. I hadn't trained them their whole lives. My kids that I train, you know, from three years old to 18 drive back and forth to New York. Those kids, I, I mean, I can say anything to those kids because they're mine. They spend more time. They spent more time with me than they did with their families. Uh, so, and I wanted the best for them, and they knew that. I wanted them to be a part of me. You know, when my first student got their first Broadway show, that was me out on that Broadway stage. That was my representation of all the years of work and all the the extra effort I put into that kid and all the life lessons that I taught them. All those little things to write thank you notes, handwritten thank you notes, just that alone. You know, I, I instilled that in those kids. Uh, you know, I remember Asmaret leaving the room to go to this dinner or party meet and greet kind of thing at NYU, New York University, very prestigious. And she was walking out in a sweatshirt and jeans. And I said, get back in here. You're going to wear this, this, and this. You're going to wear this orange turtleneck and this brown leather jacket with the cinched waist. This is what you're wearing. No, they said it was casual. I go, I don't care. But beautiful, well-spoken, intelligent, talented. And I feel I played a part in that. And that's the thing that people don't see. They see this crazy woman on camera yelling at kids, yada, yada, yada. Uh, a few of the kids on Madhouse, had I trained them from day one, they would have been working in a Broadway show or on the Beyonce tour on the 
Taylor Swift tour, they wouldn't be doing a reality TV shoot because, yeah, they'd be there. And some of them are young. You know, Hannah was back on the show. She's only 18, so she's starting this whole thing out, figuring it out for herself. There's another young man, Austin. He's from a friend of mine, uh, John Culbertson and Cookie Ramos. They own a studio in Miami called Dance Attack. Great school. And uh, he is going to uh, USC, very prestigious school out here in California. The one that, you know, all the people went to prison for two weeks. They went to prison for two weeks. Thank you. Uh, for cheating to get their kids into school, forging things, taking exams, having other people take exams for their kids, all that stuff. Two weeks. And uh, they, you know, it's a prestigious school and he's in a big dance program there. So he's just starting out. So they're going to be okay. I just don't feel they have all the life lessons. I don't think they were with their dance teachers enough and away from their parents enough. Hmm. Sorry. You know, Anne is... Hannah's dance teacher and her mom and she's never been away from her and been with other people so I think it's important that they are away from the parent and they're with people that are tougher on them absolutely or maybe and maybe more maybe more knowledgeable more enlightening about the dance business than their moms or dads it's interesting how you said it was different to teach kids that weren't your own from such a young age. I feel like a lot of people give you flack for when you would bring in students, you know, on Dance Moms because they, quote, weren't your kids. And, you know, what I'm curious, what do you have to say about when you started to bring kids into Dance Moms that weren't from that original cast? Well, you know, when people say that, I don't think anyone knows how hard I fought to get my senior company on the show, how hard I fought to get my junior company on the show. I mean, look at Brooke, all the kids she danced with. Why couldn't they be on the show? Uh, my senior company at that time was amazing. Many of them still work professionally as dancers. So Maddie had to do that with the guy that's on Broadway in Hamilton. I mean, come on. I wanted them on the show first. Why would I want to promote somebody else's student? Kalani was an exception because I did a show called Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition and she was on it and I felt she got screwed and she should have won. So I was bound and determined that I was going to get her on Dance Moms. I was going to get her something else, whether it be Dance Moms or another job. And how fun that Kalani was on our show. Yeah. Yes, um, yes. That was one of the best episodes. And it was so nice hearing you two have such an open and honest dialogue. And, you know, the two of you opening up about things that, you know, bothered you at the time. And, you know, I just feel like that reunion was so needed. Well, I'm going to um, say something that people probably don't understand. But growing up and a dance student or, I mean, it's compared to football coach, whatever. It's okay for your child to be a little tiny bit afraid of someone. Like they don't know what side of the line they're on or when they're crossing the line or not. That's okay, especially in this society. Competition is fierce. Kids are homeschooled now that were never homeschooled before. I mean, Pittsburgh, that was not a thing. Nobody was homeschooled. Uh, you know, Kids are training all day long. People are flying coaches in to their house. 
to work with their kids. Uh, you're hiring the best choreographers that money can buy. You know, so for your teachers and your coaches that work with your children, for them to be tough, it's okay. And for your child to be a little tiny bit afraid of when that person's going to blow up, it's okay. That That's okay. And people are going to argue with me about it, but I I really think it's okay. Mommy and daddy are there to be the shoulder to lean on, to be the comfort, right? To say, what's the best thing to say, people? What, what do you say to your kid? They come home from the dance studio crying. What do you say? You either go back in there tomorrow and you prove her wrong or prove him wrong, or you don't go back and we're not going anywhere else because they're the best. That's what you say to your child. Mm-hmm. And, you know. When, and I'm not I, talking about a little one, a five-year-old or an eight-year-old. I'm, not, I'm talking about 14, 15, 16 and up. That, that's what you tell your kid. Yeah. And I've said it on this podcast before, but I had a director who was my Abby, you know, and sure, it, you know, was annoying sometimes. And, you know, it was hard Hurtful. to hear things that you didn't want to hear. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I have a, um, you know, my arm is crooked from an injury. I've shown you that yes. before. Uh, and I was in a show choir and it was a very, you know, it was obvious, you know, so a correction that I would always hear all the time would be, you know, like, you know, fix your arm or try your best to make it blend in. Right. And it was something I didn't want to hear, but now, you know, during my time as a 25 year old man, I apply that, you know, and I adjust and not to say that I needed to or anything, but it's just a little something that I carry with it. And you gotta, it's so easy to look back and think about everything that bothered you. It's so easy to do that. It is. I choose, yeah, I guess it I is choose. for me too. I, I, I know things that bothered me, but I, I just don't know. I, I mean, people have to understand. I was working forty-five weeks out of fifty-two weeks out of the year. That's just on a TV show. That wasn't running my business. That wasn't dealing with my mom or, or my dog or my life or my retail stores or anything. I mean, that was just. It was just a whirlwind. My head spins when I think about it. But I'm ready to go back. I want to work again. I love to work. So also very, very quickly, the jackets are back in stock. The jacket is back. We have a limited run. I had to make them again. They're so beautiful. So many kids ask for them. Uh, The quality is amazing. They're, They're expensive because we only made a few. You know, we didn't make a thousand jackets. We only made a few. So if you're the lucky kid that's going to get one of those jackets, you better get it now. Get it now. I grabbed like three out to put in my bag because I knew they were going to sell them all out. We have a new hoodie. It's the Winter Wonderland holiday hoodie for 2023. It's scuba blue. It's my favorite color, I'd say. One of my favorite colors. And, uh, it's adorable and it's Aurora Borealis stones on it. And it's very similar to this where it's the logo, but then the stones spray out. It's a blast effect. And they're in uh, the real crystal stones. It's beautiful. Check out the new hoodie. Check out the jackets. And season nine merch is coming soon. Oh my God. That's exciting. Season nine. It's my time to shine. Love it. 
that's going to be when we when we announce it on the podcast and you know talk about it more that'll be the name of that episode yes uh and really quick anybody who's interested in coming to see abby on the east coast her events will be linked in the show notes below um and we are just so excited by the way abby high five episode 20 20 weeks of leave it on the dance floor this is our 20th episode this is our 20th episode love it thank you michael thank you abby for counting on me and this has just been i'm very grateful that we have this other chapter of our lives which we're not we're clearly not busy enough yeah we're not busy enough and nobody you know gets sick of hearing my voice in their house that's for sure (laughs) we will see you next week on leave it on the dance floor aldc elites thank you so very much for listening Be sure to subscribe and give Leave It on the Dance Floor a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to watch each week and see exclusive behind-the-scenes content like my never-seen-before pictures and videos from the competitions, some even taken from the wings, classes at the ALDC studio in Pittsburgh, or even our iconic dance concerts, Head over to Patreon or become a member on YouTube Premium, linked in the show notes each week. See you on the flip side. A Huda Media Production.